Jeff Wilson here. I'm back <laughs> after the last three seasons of the Parable series, the Parables of Plant Medicine, which I absolutely love doing. I started to see a division in my family and my friends, and even from strangers who they all weren't interested in these mind-altering substances with regards to their own evolution and healing. And I started to feel bad and thinking that, oh, it's too bad you didn't see the value in what we were doing. And I thought and I wished for something that they could do without these external substances. This season is for you. Welcome to the parables of breathwork. Here you will hear stories from people who just by breathing in specific ways were able to feel sadness leave their body have spectacular visions that akin to a psychedelic or spiritual experience yet in a more controlled and gentle way i personally had my own experiences i did alicia jane's conscious connected breathwork course i did eight of ten sessions and was absolutely blown away and crying and laughing at the same time oftentimes at the end of those sessions it's an amazing thing that requires you not to fly out to the Amazon or to go take some things that you might have an adverse reaction to. Breathwork will help you with the healing and evolution that you need in the most gentle of ways. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. And I'm excited for us to go on this journey together. Welcome to season four of the Parables series, The Parables of Breathwork. Jeff Wilson here with Billy McDonald. Billy, I'm so excited to have you on the fourth season of the Parables series, The Parables of Breathwork. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I have to say, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> I love that line. And, uh, <laughs> Just so you guys know, I met Billy in my first breathwork uh, series of set of 10 that we did with uh, Alicia Jane a little while ago. And I was the biggest skeptic of all because as soon as I started talking to this group, one of the girls in the group, and we were like three guys out of eight girls kind of thing. It was kind of like it was uh, it was uh, it was very feminine rich, right? That seems to be par for the course where you're trying to fix your damn self. Yeah, exactly. We got to start listening to the girls more, right? They're a little bit more nurturing <laughs> than us. Oh, they just kind of, yeah, they want to do that, um, that sit at home, like the, the studying work. Whereas men are like, let's roll our sleeves up and get her done. Yeah, let's go build a house like you're doing right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. And so I, 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 I remember hearing, the, the things this is the most powerful thing that i've ever done in my life and in my mind my was like well that's you haven't done enough in your life then is what i was thinking and then the whole course changed my mind and i didn't get to all sessions but i know of the 10 that are in i probably had two or three experiences like holy crap this is exactly like plant medicine uh except it's a bit more gentle and it's not like spiritual chemotherapy it's like hey Here's some nice things. Let's let's get you through a little bit of the sadness you're holding in your body. Yeah, I'd, I'd tear up after a little bit after, and then I start laughing. I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" And it's this amazing experience. Was this was that your second time doing breath work, Billy, or was that your first? Uh, well, I've been doing Wim Hof, yeah, for probably two or three years, 
And uh, that's how I kind of came into breath work was just through awareness of Wim Hof and just how kind of easy it is. <laughs> well, it's not easy. None of it's easy. It's all it's it's approachable and you have to put in the work. But um, but yeah, the uh, outcome is is insanely cool. Now, my first introduction to breath work, I'd been following Alicia as a yoga instructor for probably four or five years, and then she started getting into this breath work, mm. and uh, and she held uh, a retreat, and it was yoga and breath work. I'm like, all right, whatever Alicia's into, I'm sure it's gold. And congratulations and, uh, on recently becoming a yoga teacher, by the way. Thank you very much. That's uh, <laughs> that's that was the third time that I had had attempted a yoga teacher training, <laughs> and uh, you did it. Well, life always, yeah, I did it. Like uh, I'd done uh, one previous and it was just kind of life work balance came out of balance and uh, it was, it had to be work. It was just me and two apprentices and it just came down to paying the bills or thinking about my future and I had to pay the bills. And then uh, a second one, I just wasn't in the, in the mind frame, even though like I knew I needed it, I, I craved it. I wanted it. Like I'm an excellent teacher. And I wanted to teach something of value. Yeah. Um, there's that old saying, you can uh, feed a man for a day. Or what is it? Give him a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Exactly. Uh, as as a business owner, I thought for years I was teaching guys how to fish. But I was handing fish out every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of all there was to that. Um, so you, but so you're this at this, time, yeah, and, you're at the, and you did it. But you're at this retreat. And so how did they work in yoga and breathwork together? Were they done on, on similar days or different days or how did that whole process work at that retreat well it was an off it was an off-grid retreat nice. so woke up had a nice vegan breakfast and then <laughs> some some lazy stretches on the dock and then we went into uh i think it started friday so the first breath work ceremony was that night just kind of dip your toes in the water and get used to it it was in this beautiful uh teepee mm. up in the probably 30 minutes north of Victoria, BC. Mm -hmm. And yeah, entirely off grid, bunch of cool people. Um, everyone just kind of, it's got that working on yourself vibration. That's kind of why I always veered towards yoga classes is everyone's there with a purpose. So there's definitely uh, like an air of curiosity about, about everyone mm -hmm. and just not knowing and being like, there's got to be some more, teach me some stuff. And then Alicia came in. So yeah, so the first uh, Friday night, we did one kind of two hour, get your toes in the water. And then Saturday, we did two. Um, and yeah, you just kind of to to replicate, like my only um, reference source would be like the way mushrooms come on. Mm -hmm. You just feel kind of vibrating mm -hmm. and like the, the, the bass in your voice kind of resonates through the end of your fingers. <laughs> what a description. I love it. Well, that's yeah. And, um, it wasn't until Sunday morning, the third, I guess, yeah, the third session that we did that we really kind of got into it. And the, uh, instructors really, they, they instructed and we had some, um, uh, we had some cacao with nice. blue lotus. Oh yeah, some fancy, fancy hot chocolate. Uh -huh. It got uh, it got all our blood flowing, 
And uh, one of the instructors, Jeff, who's uh, he was wonderful. He's about my age. We kind of got along. He was a, a rapper, like a hip hop artist. Nice. And yeah, we just we just had some fun early 40 year old boy references, <laughs> movie references. Yeah, we got along like uh, like peas and carrots. But uh, he came over and uh, we'd probably been breathing for about uh, half an hour, 45 minutes. And he coached me through probably five minutes of the deepest inhales and exhales. And it's all through the mouth. And just like Alicia yep. uh, instructed us, it's just a release. So in as much as you can, and then just a complete release. And okay. then in as much as you can. So let's talk. And, let's, yeah, let's talk about that different style. So is Wim Hof breathing different than the breathing we did with Alicia, which is called conscious, connected conscious breathing, where it is like, and that would be that, or I don't know if that's coming well, across on the, on the audio, well, think, but uh, is that similar? Wim, is Wim Hof I think similar? it's very similar, but I think Wim leaves the, the details of the instructions vague just to get people to breathe. Mm. like that's his uh i've seen him on many podcasts and things and like he says just fucking breathe <laughs> um but that's kind of the that's like your half that class mm. and then you want to get into more detailed things once once you're comfortable with it and yeah the breath wave was very more focused uh, like it was during our breath work um session that we did with alicia the 10-week one that i really got the release yeah. And it's like that, it's like that whimper, that that last breath that you let go before you start to cry, that complete, mm. that shoulders down, that I give up, that fuck life, take me over. Yeah. And that's surrender, that's the release. Right? Yes. It, it, it's a beautiful surrender. We've been talking about that uh with Bobby K last night uh in the same uh, podcast, and she was like talking about surrender, and we have the wrong idea about surrender. What does that mean? It means it's not you're not surrendering, uh you're not giving up. What you're doing is you're turning the surfboard and catching the wave instead of swimming against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my only reference, and I told Alicia, it was probably three three classes in, mm. and, and my only reference was being a little kid. And that last, like, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then the, all the crying comes, all the everything comes out. It's that release. And that was my only reference, and I finally got it. That was my, that was like the only thing I could. I was like, is it like this? And she's like, yes, that's exactly like it is. Two grown just, tough guys talking about crying during breath work is it's a beautiful change in in, in oh, the world, totally. my friend. Uh, because totally. it, it's that way. Like, and, and I think we're on the same thing. So you remembered when I was there, I'd go, Lisha, I don't know what's going on, but every time, and I don't necessarily have these incredible psychedelic like experiences on everyone, but three times I did. But the uh, but every time I'd be I'd, I would water up and it might be like, why? And then every once you feel that sadness leave your chest, and then I'd start to laugh because I'm like well that's so ridiculous because it's such yeah. a good feeling and a good release it's not a sadness there's parts of sadness as you go through it but it's kind of quick and it doesn't take you to places like ayahuasca like where you're like whoa, whoa this is almost too much throwing up and and having to use the washroom and all that stuff it's just this gentle way of and i think it's even more pure than than some of the plant medicines because it oh, doesn't yeah. force you're you. entirely in control 
well it's like you're you're not just like along for the ride and you're like uh, yeah you're the you're the pilot of your ship during a breathwork ceremony yeah you can you can stop right you can yeah. move away you can't stop once you get into some of the plant-based stuff and 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 so that's why i was just shocked at at how effective it was and i had to go far into that plant medicine and other things to come back to recognize that this is very much the same and it's gentle have you ever had a feeling like there was something more to life and you haven't experienced it yet have you ever wondered about the potential of humanity have you ever felt crippled or stuck by deep sadness have you ever wanted to try plant medicines and wanted the change that you see in others but you haven't been able to find a place to do it safely or scared hey i'm jeff i'm the host of this podcast and there's a big reason why i changed this from the parables of plant medicine to season four being the parables of breathwork is because in my experience, it's gentler than plant medicines. Every single time tears came to my eyes and I actually felt sadness leave me. And there were two out of the eight times that I practiced where I had incredible psychedelic experiences, dreamlike states that occurred when we're doing this. Um, my dear friend and uh, breathwork coach, Alicia Jane, is always doing these constant connected breathwork courses. Uh, and I highly recommend that you jump into the next one you have. Reach out to her directly. She's on the, she's the first season, first person on the podcast. Uh, if you want to connect with her and uh, just know that uh, it is more powerful than you'll believe and uh, take my word for it. Um, you don't need platinum medicines yet. You need breath work. What were some of the experiences you had um, were there any hallucinogenic? Did you go to any places? Were you going back into your past? Anything happened in that course with Alicia? Oh, I had in the, in the retreat, I had the most powerful release I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so during this third, um, this third ceremony, we're in a teepee. We're all there. I think there was eight participants and three coaches and we're all laying with um, our heads towards the, the middle, like where the fire would be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one of the guys, Jeff, came over and he coached me through probably two minutes of the heaviest breathing I've ever done. And then into the longest out breath hold I've ever held. And again, there's no... There's no reference for time or space or anything, mm. but I, I was just out and empty. And it's amazing through Wim Hof, you get that that comfortability with nothing. That mm. that out breath hold, like you think of holding your breath, like my entire life, I thought of like when you're going in for a swim or whatever, you 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 go in with full breath. But the Wim Hof, it got me comfortable with the out breath and that that nothingness and that, no that kind air, of what's next. No air in your lungs. Yeah, no it's longer. a whole different yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, it's like what's next. It's like yeah. you grasp for whatever's next. So yeah, mm -hmm. that was. I would I would say four or five minutes. Maybe it was probably closer to two. <laughs> and then there was something, 
something in me just told me it's time to take a breath. So I took the deepest, biggest, slowest breath that I could and then held that again with the under strict tutelage of my good man, Jeff. Yeah. And uh, and held that for as long as possible. Like again, like a two, three minute hold. Wow. And then uh, and then he said, do you feel that energy building, bubbling in your perineum, like right at the base of my spine, right in the root chakra? And I totally could. And it was this like electrical orb with like flowing waves around it. Something you'd see in a sci-fi movie. That was, <laughs> that's, that's what I envisioned in my mind's eye. And if you and could feel just, it. I could feel it. And he coached me to, to just feed it and just feed it and just feed it. And then when the time came, um, you know, in, in yoga, when you let bridge pose down from, from your neck to your spine, one, one, vertebrae at a time like a pearl necklace to use some bikram's vernacular <laughs> so but the opposite occurred so this ball of energy was building up and i'm feeding it and i'm feeding it and then i knew it was time to send it up my spine vertebrae by vertebrae Ugh. and it went up my spine and then shot out my mouth as the most visceral primal scream i have ever let out <laughs> in in cognition like since i was a baby i haven't let a scream out like this and my chest shot up off the ground like something out of a movie like like visualize some like eternal light shooting out of my mouth as i screamed and it was so relieving like i had no like my afterwards we did a decompression and we pass this talking stick around and my comment was i don't know how long that scream was in there but i feel so much better than it's out like and an incredible spiritual purge without the actual throwing up <laughs> exactly no exactly that and just all this like unallocated anger and mm. angst and just the the thralls of being a man just out and frustration and all these things i just felt lighter and uh yeah that was my most profound breathwork experience hi it's jeff wilson um listen if you've done the breathwork and you've healed some of that trauma if you've done the plant medicines and you've healed through some of that trauma i want to introduce you to cecilia angel she, out of all the coaches I've had in my life, has had the most profound impact on me spiritually. And I'm just going to repeat back what I remember texting her after I completed one of her practices. I spent six months working with her, and uh, I'm a very difficult person to work with. And she is absolutely incredible at helping you discover why you're here and helping you discover your spiritual gifts. Those little tiny things that you know that you're good at are the reason that you exist on this plane here today and how to build them up and connect you the right way. I wrote her a text uh, probably about the fifth month we were together working and I was doing uh, a centering meditation that she teaches 
and I was sitting there connecting uh, to the heavens and connecting to the earth. And as I normally do in my meditations, I um, I get distracted as we all do, and I'm trying to bring my brain back. But this question came to my mind. This question came to my mind out of nowhere, and and I was curious because I was like. Why are we as humans the bridge between the fatherly heaven or heaven and Mother Earth? Why are we the bridge between God and Mother Earth? And as I said that, during the centering meditation, this loud voice boomed into my head. And it said, it is through you that I can love her better. It is through you that I can love her more beautifully. Tears started streaming down my face, and I realized that that was the most powerful voice I'd ever heard in my life. And probably the best reason to care for this planet. We are the custodians of it. And if you'd like to have communication similar to that, or if you'd like to start to uncover your spiritual gifts or be able to do things that somewhere in the back of your mind, you've always thought possible, but we never had a coach strong enough or more powerful enough or more patient enough to help you reach to Cecilia Angel. She will be on this podcast, uh, The Parables of Breathwork. She was on The Parables of Plant Medicine. I highly recommend her services. She has absolutely changed my life for the better. And out of all the coaches I've had, she's had the most impact. And thanks for being a fan of The Parables of Breathwork. And no mushrooms, no plant medicines there, just yoga and eating clean and just, work. Well, there was some like some pretty high powered cacao with some oh. uh, blue lotus in there. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. sure that helped. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, nothing really, nothing really external beyond that. How how have um, you changed since that experience in the little things in your life? Uh, well, see, that's see, two and a half years ago, uh, I was in the thralls of addiction and uh in an abusive relationship and i spent 50 days in a drug treatment facility mm. and since then i have done all sorts of fucking shit jeffrey <laughs> so i it's hard to pinpoint exactly how that changed and so i went for that specific breathwork um retreat I had spent two months at an ashram here in the Kootenays mm. and then went from there straight to this yoga retreat before going back to see all my loved ones, which I hadn't seen in a, in a year, which is the longest time I'd ever been away from my mom or any of my family. Um, but that really kind of capped off this, um, this kind of transformation that I had been incurring for quite some time now. And yeah, no, it was very self-empowering would be the word. How so? Would what would be an example of that self Because well, I did it. Because <laughs> I did it. Like I, I bubbled that boil in the bottom of my perineum and I pushed that shit out my vertebrae and I shot it out my mouth. And did that have a direct, was that, was that a direct 
So was that part of the the drug addiction that was finally being released? Was it part of the the, the trauma that led to why you wanted to feel better and do drugs? What is it? So, am I reading too much into it? Do we even know? Um, I don't know. It's just a part of the process, really. And it was just like uh, for me coming away from it, it was like you can fix your damn self, son. Like go out there and do it. Put in the effort. You can fix your damn self, son. That will be the title of this episode. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's pretty much like, because I've been listening to quite a few of your podcasts and um, thank you. And they're awesome, by the way, like really like heartwarming tales of triumph (laughs) and people overcoming like all sorts of obstacles and things. And even when they're like seemingly insignificant things that are entirely significant. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that's just part, uh, part of my, my story. And like, I still do the Wim Hof quite a bit. And, uh, when we were doing, um, when we were doing our breath work, um, what do we call it? The workshop, the 10 week workshop. Conscious connected breath work. Yeah, conscious connected breath work. It's a little different with headphones on. I've done a couple sessions with Alicia, um, just her and I. Uh-huh. And because um, what I've found uh, is I can kind of get into a negative headspace and um, and it can kind of bubble and boil. And I found uh, doing a ketamine intervention, mm. I found that to be very uh, beneficial it's like when you uh, when your laptop's having troubles, you're like, "Why is it being so fucky?" And you just <laughs> and you just turn it off, and then you turn it, turn on it back again. on again, and it works. Yeah, and it's fu- I find that with ketamine is that in an hour, like make yourself a pillow fort, do a couple bumps, okay, um, <laughs> I unplug it, plug it back in, and it's those startup. Yeah. The startup programs, you run the startup programs and you're like, oh, you know what? Everything's fine, dude. Everything's okay. Yeah. So ketamine, and, and ketamine is very much controversial in the plant medicine industry. I, I agree with whatever gets you through your stuff. And uh, totally. And uh, that's like typically it was used as a horse tranquilizer. But it, I've heard that it really, I've never tried, tried it, but I've heard that it really gets into your body and really uh, allows you to then get out of your body, right? To experience outside and inside. And oh, I don't, entirely. Yeah. So, so, and, and then, the then way- you get a different recognition, maybe. Yeah, and just the way it anesthetizes you. Um, I found I get very well-worded thoughts from my body, if that makes sense. Well-worded Be- thoughts from my body. I love it. Yeah, because of the the beauty in ketamine, uh, because they use it as a as an anesthetic. When you're allergic to everything else, they'll administer ketamine. The, uh, the beauty with ketamine is that it does not um, inebriate your body in any way. So breathing maintains. Right but your brain goes somewhere else that's the part of the disassociation right and man so anytime I, we can shut off our brains and get back into our bodies and our hearts when you yeah. get to that place it's amazingly peaceful isn't it oh totally like it's so shocking yeah. like we're like okay guess what we can give our thinking to ai and the next stage of human evolution is to get back into our hearts and our feelings at the spiritual level and understand it's all connected but the gift of of what i'm seeing in the world right now which is something to be also like you know wow this is crazy how rapid it's happening but we've come to the height of our 
intelligence and the noise and the information that's coming into our brains. And we're actually giving that away now. And and it's okay to do that. We're, we're going to, oh, totally. start, as long as we get into our heart and we start to expand from that spirit, that compassion, that caring. And, and I love it uh, that you're there. That's, that's a cool, that's a cool intervention into, into the breath work. Yeah. So I've also, yeah, like I said, I've also used, um, Alicia as just like, Hey, I'm going through, I need, I need like, uh, I need a timeout and I've used breath work <laughs> as a timeout. And, and like, you don't, I need you don't to want get... to be put in the corner. Like go face a corner. You're in a timeout. This is, this is a much no. more gentle and better timeout. I, I like it because yeah. a timeout from your brain is really what it can be. Right. Totally. And I would yeah. imagine, um, I, I friggin' hate cold, dude. But it's my last. It's my last vestige. It like that's my last kind of mountain mountain to go up and over. Cold is cold. Cold, cold exposure. I would imagine cold does the same thing. Where whatever whatever troubles you bring into that cold tank, or well, you're that doing your, river, you're, doing, you're doing your ice baths, right? Uh, I finish my shower cold or if I have extra <laughs> hot, hot yoga class. It's hard, and- man. It's painful. But I, when I was kickboxing uh, like three, four times a week, I couldn't get to the next class if I didn't ice up the bath and get in there. It swells so much that I couldn't even move. And that's a 51-year-old trying to act like he's 22 again yeah. and still operating that way. So, man, I, I'm a huge fan of the ice baths. And uh, that actually the cold shower releases serotonin that lasts um, two hours. Uh, and they yeah. were like, and this other guy in this video was like, uh, you know, the serotonin for cocaine is that releases in your brain is two minutes. So you just have to have a cold shower and it'll extend out the same feeling. And I was like, what? <laughs> so it's interesting stuff what cold water can do. And, oh, and yeah. but, but you got to be uh, once you and you got to kind of do it a couple times because it almost feels like it's burning. When you get right yeah. into that cold water, your body's like, why are we doing this? And then you go, yeah. because you, you, you need to calm down. You need to, you need to, you need to, you need to feel this, right? You need to focus. Well, there's like the, there's the physical part and there's the metaphysical part. And the physical part is that your blood vessels contract. So it's like, it's like flexing, flexing for your blood vessels. So yes. that's like your, what, a, your, what your, an analogy. Your, totally. But the the metaphysical part is doing something you don't want to fucking do and just doing it. Like, you know, it's good for you. You know, it's going to suck. You know, <laughs> you're going to feel better after. And then uh, and then just just friggin' doing it, just like bungee jumping or or skydiving or anything else you really don't want to do. But it's right there. It's in my shower. It's so approachable. And, and it's the but, thing that you fear the most that once yeah. you do it you actually find the greatest gifts back from it. We, we're, we're, in a, we're in a snorkel group now um, in, uh, in Costa Rica. We go every Saturday morning at seven in the morning. And, uh, and Greg, the guy that put it up, is like this martial arts kickboxer guy, Muay Thai guy, trains people here in, in Costa Rica. And uh, he set it all up. And then after we went, he's like, we're looking at our face. He's like, I faced my greatest fear ever. I'm afraid of the water. And I've never been able to put my face in the water. And he went snorkeling with us. And you couldn't tell. He was just like, hey, I'm not that good of a swimmer. Do you mind watching me? You having a buddy system? We're watching him. And dude, you couldn't, you could see the smile and change after, but we were all smiling and changing because you see all this amazing stuff happening. But 
like to be part of that and not even know what he was going through because he didn't show it. And then for him to come out and, and to see the manta rays, to see the baby turtles that we were hanging out with, all this stuff. Like he's like, wow. And he still has the fear, right? But but it it's it just gets less and less and less. And now um now it's great. And it was so cool because I was like, Oh, you created social pressure from us to make you go. You weren't going to do this on your loan. <laughs> and he's like, ah, not really, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, that's the brilliant thing that we start to do in breathwork together, in, in yoga class together, in, in training with a partner or coaching. But also when, when you're like, I have a fear. And so I'm going to create a group of people to face my fear with me and I'm not going to let them know. I was just like, <laughs> that's amazing. Right. And so, well, it's, yeah, you're right. Well, it's kind of like anything. It's like, uh, like I tell my, I tell my legs to walk to yoga because I know at the end it's going to be good, but it's hot and I'm going to sweat. And there's a physical point of like, I'm cleaning my body out from the inside because of all the sweat and the heavy metals and the things that sweat releases that urine and feces don't. Mm. And, but there's that metaphysical part. <laughs> Yeah, there's that metaphysical part that's like I'm doing something, I'm really doing hard things, which releases testosterone and dopamine. And then the next time you do the hard thing, it's not so hard, but that feeling of accomplishment afterwards is just so much better. Remains, yeah. Hey, Billy, I loved having you on the podcast, man. And I, I really connected with you. And I'm glad we've sort of become distant friends. And I hope you get out to Costa Rica and come visit sometime soon. But here's the oh, thing, totally. dude. You did something in, in our in our course that I thought was hilarious. And I immediately go, I love this guy. And and so <laughs> when we when we do the uh, Conscious Connected Breath Work, Lisha gives us uh, enough rope to hang herself or I shouldn't say it that way she gives us freedom to do certain things so she's like you can put on your own playlist at the beginning to get you more comfortable you can, i'll have a playlist for you we can do this we can do that and 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 so i don't know if she thought that this was going to happen but she, she's talking to us at the end of the thing and she's like billy you seem to uh you seem to have a really interesting experience there and you were like yeah, I was listening to drum and bass. <laughs> I was like, what? This kid's awesome. What the hell, man? I was like, I'm going to listen to punk next time. And I, I didn't, but I, I, I want to. Um, tell me a little bit about that moment and, and why you did that. And, and did it help? Oh, it helped a lot. I found it's when you can release the timing of something to an external source, a metronome, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm an avid barefoot runner. And wow. I learned, I learned, I learned early on, if you keep a higher cadence, you take smaller steps and you end up on the balls of your feet more. Mm -hmm. And I have this theory that there are two beats per minute that really resonate with the human condition. And one is a run 165 to 180 beats per minute and a brisk walk which is 120 to 125 beats a minute. So that's house music at the slower end and drum and bass at the higher end. I was never able to get that kind of runner's high until I threw my headphones on and listened to repetitive mixed beats per minute. And I've found when running anyhow, that I can just switch off. And there's this feeling of bliss that I can do it forever. And I feel it's primal. I think that's part of our evolution. I, I don't know if you ever read um, Born to Run. 
Uh, it's a wonderful book. I've seen interviews with the uh, with the the writer. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, Born to Run is a one. Like I'm not much of a reader unless it really hooks me. And he that book changed my life. Well, it goes and back to the he, history of how shoes actually hurt us. We should actually be using our bare feet, right? Oh no, exactly. And it's like there's more nerve endings on the bottom of your feet than there are in your hands. So we're meant to get that neurological stimulation. And I think the after effect of that, like I run with those Vibram toe shoes on. Yep. So I think the the effect of getting all that neurostimulation puts you into a meditative state in which you can do this mind over matter thing where you can just run henceforth. Because I get this feeling of just I'm able to do it forever and ever and ever. And when I start to ramp up running miles after I haven't run in a while, I can really hurt myself for a couple. Not hurt, but uh, like I really <laughs> feel it for a couple of days. But at the time, I didn't know. Like when you're at the gym and you try and squeeze out one more and you know you did that to your damn self. But when you're running with drum and bass on, like you don't you don't even do it. So I think there's a there's a certain amount of just this program, this like underlying program within us that when we achieve these be these separate beats per minute, we we can unlock these meditative states. So my, yeah. So so I, I I applied this kind of running knowledge that I had used to breathing because I felt that if I didn't have to consciously keep track of my beats per minute or my breaths per minute, then I could release a little bit more into the experience. And it fucking totally worked. Yeah, it was really good. And like, like as a, like I do DJ, I mix music. Um, if I was to make a mix, I would, yeah, start it off slow and then slowly ramp it up to yeah. a drum and bassy kind of pace and then maybe slow it down a bit and then ramp it up and then do like a nice finale. Send me your um, SoundCloud, man, and we'll put it oh, on I the totally show. Will. Do it, my I friend. Totally will. Uh, I, I love this. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the parables of breathwork. I want to thank you for being you, who you are, uh, uniquely and authentically you, because you, uh, you, you just, you, I always admire guys that we all wear masks every once in a while, but the guys that kind of be like, I'm going to throw these all off and I'm just going to try to be me and you're going to love me or hate me. Uh, then, then you really connect with uh, the person that's kind of like you. And and I was just like the whole time I'm sitting there and, and even with Lisha, I was like, that Billy guy's nuts. I love him. And she's like, he's great, <laughs> isn't he? And I'm like, yeah. And now we hear you in this level because I'm like drum and bass. And now you actually have some really smart things to say about it. And uh, yeah, right. Because I'm just like, he's just nuts. I want to listen to punk music. What am I thinking? I'm the crazy one. And so, uh, yeah, man, I, I want to thank you so much for being on on this. And, and I wish you the most. If anybody wants to get a hold of you or or looking for yoga training out where you are, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, just Facebook, Billy MacDonald, um, or Instagram, uh, Ministry of Board and Tape. I guess it's <laughs> at, at the Ministry of Board and Tape. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm just uh, chilling in Nelson, doing my thing. That's awesome. And yeah, on, on that note, uh, I've been influenced greatly by um, other men who have, uh, I believe firmly that those who shine brightly give others permission to shine. And I think you, my friend, are giving others permission to shine and to be 
manly and open and sensitive and and listening and not closed off i think we are great examples for humanity uh, i am honored by your your comments and uh i i show, i say them back to you and my friend thank you for the reminder that you can fix your damn self son yeah pretty much that was actually <laughs> like um i don't know if you remember in our last breathwork ceremony halfway through i i, I took off but i had this uh yeah we had the headphones on and i was just dogging it I was just like half assing it. And then I had this thought in my head and I was like, motherfucker, you paid for this fucking breathwork ceremony to fucking fix your damn self. And you're just worried about all the things in your head. Take these headphones off, get the fuck out there and do what the fuck you got to do. And it was more empowering than any other of the, the trippy psychedelic yeah. breathworky things that we had done the previous nine sessions. Get out there and fix your damn selves. I love it, buddy. Uh, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you in the uh, the next one with Alicia at the end of September. Are you going to be doing it? Uh, maybe. Well, yeah. Well, if you are, man, I'll see you in it. But uh, thanks so much for being a part of this. And uh, as you shine, we give other people the permission to shine as well. And thank you for reminding me of that. And uh, I wish you the best fall and rest of this year as we come into great change we are on the precipice of riding this new wave instead of swimming against it and thank you so much for being on billy all right thank you very much it's been my pleasure Are you trying to get a message out there that you believe is important, but it doesn't seem to have the impact that it needs for people to pay attention? Listen, you're not alone. I believe I have a powerful message, and I am so happy that I enlisted the services of James Donison, uh, Jim Jam Pro, uh, to do the audio and the editing of the parables of plant medicine, the parables of breath work, because he brilliant his brilliant creativity brings life to my words and if you have a podcast that doesn't seem to have the impact that it wants and you want it to have more impact he's the guy yeah he's in australia yeah he's one of my best friends and yes he is the most creative person i have ever known if you want to start something if you want to make your voice heard as we start to compete against everything that's trying to take our attention this is an attention-based economy make sure you enlist the services of jim jam pro jimmy Jonathan, and james Donison, one of my best friends and he'll make sure you're not at the bottom of that pile of messages are out there if you have something to say that's important make sure it's heard reach out to jim jam productions and uh yeah uh as you can hear on this podcast he does a heck of a job